When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. They both come in giftable boxes with savings up to $46 and free shipping for a limited time. Go to OSEAMalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey everybody, this is Hondo Carpenter from Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast. From a different place, up here in the North Country, on a hunting trip, you can see behind me they got several, several inches of snow with about another 21 coming or so. It's going to to be really, really deep and lots of fun out here. And I'll tell you, as soon as he saw the picture... This guy, my assistant beat writer, Zeke Trezevan, said, oh, I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. So, Zeke, (laughs) welcome to the podcast. It's great to have you. I'm used to being a little bit more warm than I am tonight. Yes, sir. Good to be back, man. Uh, I know you're going to have fun up north. It's going to be a good hunting trip. You know you married a good girl when she asked for Christmas, a new hunting rifle and a hunting trip. Hey, you wanted life. You wanted life. And a full camouflage pink, a full pink camouflage Arctic hunting gear. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good one. I got a good one there. All right, buddy. A lot to talk about with the Raiders. Um, A lot. First, let's start with Carmen Brasillo, who absolutely performed admirably the last two seasons as the offensive line coach for the Las Vegas Raiders. Got so much out of that group. Such a great coach. We called him Josh McDaniel's secret weapon, and he was. Um, Just continually, I know that someone said today, I saw, they said they heard a rumor. Him and 
AP got along great. In fact, he wouldn't have gotten the Giants job without AP's blessing. But you don't ask guys to sit around and wait to see who's going to be the coach. You've got a family to take care of, and they take the job. Um, someone said to me, was this um, AP telling them, I don't want you? No, that was not what it was. It's AP telling them, I don't know if I'm getting the job. Yeah. And so if you've got a chance to go take one, I understand. And he went and he did that. So good for him. Good for Carmen. Um, I, I think it's a not a good day for the Raiders. He's a terrific, terrific offensive line coach. I know that you liked him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I not only liked him as a coach, was a friend um, away from football. I care about him and his family. Tremendous loss for the Raiders. Now, there's a lot of great coaches that want to come coach with AP, so he's not going to have a problem getting a good offensive line coach. But this is the guy that stability, he's been there two years. Your offensive line already likes him. He's proven the ability to to develop talent. It's a loss for the Raiders. It's not one that is insurmountable, but a big loss. Your thoughts? 100%. Um, you know, he's he's definitely one of the better coaches. I think you look at the last two seasons. Obviously, last year, uh, Jacobs led the, the league in rushing. You can't do that without a great offensive line, and the offensive line doesn't perform that well if they're not being coached up. Uh, but I think he may have done even more of an admirable job this past season, the one that just ended, because everything wasn't perfect. There was some hiccups that you had to get through. You had a you know a rookie quarterback for half the season, a new coach come in halfway through, and to be able to still – if you remember – when Josh uh, Jacobs went down with that injury, he was, I want to say, top five in terms of running backs and yardage. Again, going back to the offensive line. So, uh, you know, Brasillo did a, a great job. And, and to your point, right, you know, the the job for AP is up in the air. Nobody really knows what's going to happen, when it's going to happen. So if the coordinator has a job, you know, opportunity elsewhere, he owes it to himself and to his family to to pursue that. It's a business for the players. It's a business for the coaches as well. Well, and the thing that gets me is, I put this out on Twitter the other day. It's silly season. And don't send me all your questions. Just read what we report. I don't want, Hondo, what about this? Hondo, I saw, just stop. We report and you go off and make your own opinion because I'm looking on social media. I had people send me the emails. I just didn't read them. I just delete them. You know, um, he left because uh, AP was not pleased with his performance. He wouldn't have got the Giants job without a Giants. <laughs> yeah, it's the Giants. I can see maybe another team, then you can kind of make that, you know, that statement. But we're talking about the team that AP won a Super Bowl with. Like, you don't think they called up AP, you know? Like and the team that I reported the other day, if the Raiders move on from him, he's gonna be one of their top candidates at for defensive coordinator. And I said it before Wink Martindale and even I mean Yes, yes. It, listen, yeah. <laughs> You use it. I kind of smile when you said it, but it is silly season. And uh, a couple of things, silly season started right after that last game, which it does for every team. Uh, but I think silly season, it's a lot bigger of a season for the Raiders than most other teams. Uh, it, I've seen some crazy thoughts and things thrown out there as well. So it's uh, it's been interesting to see. I don't report on other people's reporting. I'm too busy reporting. And if you want to report on other people's reporting, that means you have nothing to report, right? I mean, let's just... <laughs> Stick with what we're doing. But a big loss, but, you know, not one that's insurmountable because there are a lot of good coaches that want to come coach for AP. Um, Mm -hmm. Let's talk about the nitty-gritty. I don't expect anything before Tuesday, coming up in a few days, um, 
Today's Friday. Don't expect anything before Tuesday. And I don't think anything will come Tuesday. I'm just saying before Tuesday. And I expect it to be done, you know, the 31st of January. Someone asked me, do you think it's a big deal that they haven't requested anyone to interview as head coaches? No. They're going to go hire the GM. But in this situation, if it's Champ Kelly, we know he wants AP. And if it's Jim Harbaugh, they're going to hire the GM that Jim wants, and then he's going to hire Jim. So I'm I'm not at all even remotely, even remotely thinking that's a bad thing. They're going to get whoever they want, and it, Jim's going to pick his. And if it's Champ, it's going to be AP. I mean, now someone asked me, "Do you think that Bill Belichick is an option?" What do you think, Zeke? Bill Belichick <laughs> coming back with Josh McDaniels. Hey, it's funny. It's funny. You like <laughs> listen. Um, I, I definitely think it's between AP and, and Harbaugh, hands down. Uh, but at the same time, I mean, come on. The, the saying has been, "Bill can't win without Tom." And where's Tom at? You know. So at the end of the day, you know, I know that their relationship was maybe not the best at the end. Uh, but at the same time, it's the NFL. You can really never say never in a situation like this. Do I think it's you likely? You can never say long? never, but we can say minimal, minimal. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. I think, Or the in the words of Jim Carrey, so you're saying there's a chance. There's a, yeah, there's a chance, but a very, very small one. So I definitely think it's between AP and Harbaugh and then, you know, way, way, way down that list is Bill. And I'm only saying that because of Tom's, you know, his connection to the Raiders. So uh, I definitely think it's a, it's a two-man race right now. Yeah, I think it's. Um, 40% AP, 39 and a half to 40% Harbaugh, 15% Mike Vrabel, 5% others. Harbaugh. Yeah, I think that's, I, I mean, think uh, that's Gruden. Yeah. 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 I think that's fair. And, and, but it's, it, it, yeah. Anyways. All right. Moving along. Let's talk about. Uh, an issue that I think is 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 very important, and it's when you look at the Raiders organization, the players are literally begging and craving stability. The longer this goes out, do you think that benefits Champ and AP, or does it benefit Harbaugh or anyone else? The longer it extends, the longer it extends. I think, and this is a, this is actually a darn good question. I think the longer it extends, off the top of my head, I think it benefits Harbaugh because I feel like that says that they're trying to work a deal out. Um, if it, and then because you got to look at AP's already been there, right? I do think that they're going to do their due diligence. I think even if the answer is AP, they're still going to you know talk to other people. I think that's part of it. Uh, so that's why I think, hey, the longer this goes, it benefits Harbaugh. Uh, you, you already know what you have for the most part in AP. What, why would you want to draw it out a week or two or three or whatever it may be, right? So I think it benefits Harbaugh if, if I had to guess. All right, so I'm going to drop this out to you because I disagree with you. I think it benefits AP, and here's why. Because if Harbaugh's your guy, you want to get to him as quick as you can so he can get all his scouts and people mm -hmm. in there for the draft and the combine coming up quick in February. Because mm -hmm. you already know, all right, I've got – champ in the building i got our scouts already working if we extend it out a little bit we're okay now what do you think that you heard my opinion you still 
I mean, it's just interesting to get different yeah. perspectives, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, this is no, this is good. So I, I would still like, and everything you said makes sense. I would. So you look at, I look at it like this. AP, right? The fact that he's already again, the fact that he's already in there, it's like, hey, he's already got all those things, right? So the fact, so if he already has those things and it's still being drawn out, what's the wait for? You know what I mean? It's kind of like, why bingo. are you waiting? Bingo. That's a great point, Zeke. You know, great so, point. So I'm, I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, that's and again, I'm like I said, this is a darn good question. I think it's it's not, you know, it's it can go either way, basically, in terms of your question. So, but I think the longer it goes, I think it, I think it benefits Harbaugh because I'm not sure how many other teams Harbaugh would really want to go to outside of the Raiders. I, I I don't know. I, that's what I'm saying, but I feel like he's Raiders focused is where Harbaugh is right now. So I think the longer well, I think it goes, I think the Bears. Yeah, I think the Bears. Um, did, I don't the, think the Chargers would pay him. I think they would give him the power that he wants. Mm -hmm. I don't think they would give him the money because they've never done it, but they might. Carolina, that's the richest owner in the NFL, so there's always a potential there. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I agree. I think it's I think it's fascinating. All right, I want to go a little bit of a different direction. You're in that locker room with me. You. And I talk to players on the record. We talk to them off the record. And they are adamant that that they want AP. And I had someone ask the other day, if you say you don't care what fans think, why do you bring up fan opinion? And I thought that was a great comment. And I, it, it wasn't a person being a jerk. Or, I thought it was a great comment because – I think it's important to listen to your critics. Oh yeah. And I think it's listening it's important to listen to people that ask legitimate questions. Now, if somebody's a jerk about it, I just mute them. Don't want to deal with you, just get out of my life. But if somebody asks it in a sincere tone and and I and I think cuz I you want to listen to people. And cuz I think it's important to listen to people and to ascertain what they're thinking. That's how I know if Okay, we didn't explain this good enough. If one person asks, maybe we did. If two did, nah, we better go back and re-explain it. Um, you and I have had players tell us, ask about AP. I mean, asking us to do it. So clearly we're not trying to force the issue when they're saying, hey, make sure you ask about AP. I don't think the average fan, <clears throat> I think they understand that the players want him. I don't think the average fan understands how much they want them. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I, I think uh, I don't think most people understand that right from the outside looking in. And I and I'll be honest with you, you know, I don't I'm not sure how many people even in the room really fully, fully, fully understand it. And I'll tell you this. It hit me when Max, I think Max talked, I want to say the last week of the season and he dropped a couple of F-bombs, and it, which is normal for Max. But it was the tone in which he said it like he's like, hey, I'm tired of the change. There is, hey, we want this guy to be our head coach. And then there is, we need this guy to be the head coach. And that was kind of the feeling that I got from Max. And if he feels that way, you already know a lot of the other guys who don't have the voice that he has probably feels the same way. So trust me, like you, you can't fake those guys wanting AP, how much they want AP. You got guys that are about to be free agents that said, hey, even if I'm not here next year, I still hope AP gets the job, right? Even if I don't play for the Raiders next year. So what like what does that tell you about where the players stand that they're saying, "Hey, I could play for another team and I still hope AP gets it back here." I think that says a lot in terms of how bad the locker room wants to play for him. Yeah, I I think there's one thing 
to say, I want this guy. There's another thing to say, we need him. And I think there is a huge contingent of the Raiders organization that's tired of the drama, tired of the the only thing that's consistent with the Raiders is change, wanting there to be stability. And I'm going to say it this way, and I want you to correct me if you disagree. I laugh because people say you're not allowed to disagree with me. How funny is that one? They don't know us very well, do they? Right. Um, To me, it is, and I want to be careful. I don't want to do hyperbole, but it is almost a cry for help. Hey, we're doing our job. Just give us stability it's gone from woo we want them with rich to come on man we need ap overstatement or pretty accurate it's accurate and i'll take it a step further like we, we just said hey it's a difference between between a player saying hey i want this coach and i need this coach i think there's a difference between players saying we want this coach and then them going out on the field and showing you a completely different team underneath that same coach than what they were before they showed it to you the proof is in the pudding they're not just talking it's not lip service those guys those football players went out there and played their butts off significantly better underneath ap so i think that's why it's such a cry for help right when you talk the reason why max is saying that is because max is saying hey i've given you my verbal word of who i want and we've gone out on the field and performed and showed you what more can a football player do than those two things right like that's why it's such a cry for help max is like what else do i have to do right we those guys balled out underneath ap right five and four and then again you you think about that uh minnesota game could have easily been a raiders victory Right. Like think about those two games or two or three games that they left on the field that they could have won. Even the indie game. I feel like they could have won that game. That Should've. doesn't happen underneath the previous coaching you know, regime or anybody else that they could have put in halfway through the season. So I think that's where the cry for help is coming out is because they've spoken it verbally and they have physically shown you that they will play better underneath AP as a player. There's not much more they can do. Yeah, 100% agree with you. No argument for me, Zeke. All right. Shift directions a little bit. 13th pick in the draft. I think Aiden O'Connell has not shown us he's the next Ken Stabler. But he's shown us he has the potential to be pretty darn good. The way he protected the football, the way that you saw um, AP saying, all right, don't take these risks. Our defense will win. the." He did exactly what was asked of him. I don't know if he's the next Ken Stabler. But I also don't know that he's not. Do you go spend pick 13 on a quarterback? Do you go try to move up? Or do you say, hey, there's going to be a lot of great quarterbacks later in this draft. Let's keep plugging in pieces. Let's keep getting guys because it's not like we have no quarterback. The fans are surprised when I say this, but I think you would vouch for it. It ain't a joke. AP's on team a04. He believes in Aiden O'Connell. What would you do if you were the next GM of the Raiders? I would definitely stay at 13. Um, just because I think in this draft, you have what, maybe four quarterbacks just coming off the top of my head. I think you might have four to five quarterbacks that are that are legit, um, that are maybe even worth moving up. And they're just so far away from that that for them to trade into that area, it I mean, you'd have to trade a lot to get up to that. So 
personally, I don't think the Raiders are that far off from being a playoff team. So there's no need for you to go trade. Well, we know now they're one game off. Exactly. Right. So like there's no need for you to go trade multiple picks and it, it would be a lot of picks to get to where they need to get just because you missed the playoffs. Right. And think about all they went through to miss the playoffs by one game. I, I think you're I think you're a little bit far, you know, closer than, than what you may realize. So I think they stand pat. I think they go ahead and, and start to build around, uh, you know, whether it's Aiden, whoever it may be. I think they're going to build around the quarterback position uh, and, and then go from there. So I, I would hope that they don't trade up because I don't think they need to. And I think you and I would both agree. Both of us would agree that um, I would pick a quarterback in this draft. I'd pick one that had a little bit of mobility and let him compete with a Aiden. But there's some guys down after round one. I think there's some guys that are being heralded as <clears throat> can't miss that people around yeah. the NFL don't share those sentiments. I agree. And the, go back and you know step back and pick a little bit. <clears throat> I know this, and I know this for a fact. The reason the Raiders did is because they knew that the Denver Broncos and two other teams were targeting him. So they knew where they had to get him where they got him. He was a guy that if he'd come out the year before, would have been a first-round draft pick. Again, neither one of us is saying he's the Ken Stabler of the future. We're also saying he's done enough that you don't throw him away. You go, get another, you go get another quarterback, let him compete with Aiden, but you also know they're, they're not a whole bunch of players away. So at 13, if you can pick up a stud – you do that. Now, I know you're pretty excited about this. A former Super Bowl winning champion quarterback who played in the NFL 12 years is going to be coming on. He now has a service where he rates every single draft eligible quarterback. Every one. Okay. In over two or three podcasts, he's coming on to give our viewers the same information the GMs get from him. He's going to go over every single quarterback how cool is that going to be oh that's amazing uh you know whenever you have a, a person or an entity that can kind of give you th those those nuggets like that you're right i do like that kind of stuff that kind of nerdy information uh and you got to think like you said a lot of people think that uh, you know a quarterback is going to be great or he's a can't miss and then they hit the nfl and it's like how wrong could we have been right so if you can kind of get that insight before drafting a potential bust that's that's so valuable. Then it's even more valuable to those who don't necessarily have that information readily available all the time. So, yeah, that's that's going to be pretty cool. All right. Let's talk about Patrick Graham. Uh, I remember and, and I know you remember this last offseason. I took a ton of criticism because I talked about he was a great defensive coordinator. <clears throat> a lot of people want to get rid of him. Like, no, you don't get rid of him. He's a good one. He's a guy I said when the Raiders got him was a potential head coach. Um, now you've seen it all after two years. Um, the Raiders, of course, can block any lateral move, and he's a defensive coordinator. So he's getting some uh, head, you know, head coaching interview at Tennessee. But if he doesn't get a head coaching job uh, and AP's retained, I expect him to be back here. How big of a deal is it for the Raiders to keep Patrick Graham? I think outside of what they choose to do at head coaching at the head coaching position, obviously, I think that's there's one A and that's one B, honestly. And and I've felt that way since Josh was still the uh, the head coach. Um, you, you 
you got to look at everything that he had to deal with this year, not just coaching up the defensive side, but playing on the other side of an offense that couldn't move the ball, that couldn't score. That affects your defense. I, I don't think a lot of people realize that or they don't put enough stock into that. But when you don't know if your offense is going to be able to score any points at all on game day and you still put out one of the best defenses in the National Football League, that says a lot about your coach. That says a lot about your defensive coordinator. And what I liked about what he did was is it never mattered how good or bad Sunday went. He kept the same demeanor. He coached the same, and he always challenged those guys to get better. I, I, I can't. I, I literally don't have the words to tell you how important it is to bring back Patrick Graham, and I felt that way for a long time. Yeah, I agree with you. It would – listen, the only loss bigger than losing Patrick Graham, in my opinion, is to lose AP because mm-hmm. Patrick Graham has a huge impact on one side of the ball. AP impacts the entire part mm-hmm. of the ball. All right, want to go to Mark – and I want to talk to you about Mark Davis. Um, I have made it clear this is a legacy-defining hire. If he goes and gets AP and AP fails, he gets to go bring in the next guy, and everybody loves him because he listened. Yep. If he doesn't bring in AP, it's two of the last uh, two years. He ignored his locker room to go get who he wanted, who he got, better win. This, I, I don't think enough's being talked. It is by us. But I don't think enough's being talked nationally. This is a monster decision for Mark Davis and his legacy. Am I overstating it? I think, again, again, this whole situation, right, when it comes to the Raiders, when it comes to really any team, you have to look at the total picture, right? This is so much bigger for Mark Davis than just this decision, right? Because like you said, you got to go back and start looking at the history at that point. And then, you you know, you swing out you, or you, you, you swing and miss so many times. After a while, you have to look in the mirror and – acknowledge that it's you that's the problem so when you look at the fact that he has the safe bet right there in in in-house right there and if you bypass that and and you're wrong again how he has to expect for his stars to to be very just as vocal as they're being about ap you bring in another guy and he starts to lose those guys are going to be equally as vocal about what in the world is going on here right especially when you have a max crosby giving you those cries for help before the season even ends they told you how they felt. They showed you how they felt. You chose somebody else and you were wrong. I promise you, those guys in the locker room, are gonna they're going to let their feelings be known if it goes downhill. And, they, and if they right. choose someone else and it goes downhill, they're going to let it be known. I talked about this the other day in an article I wrote, my question and answer article, but I want to address it with you. Um, people have asked me if I thought Josh Jacobs will be back. I think if Josh Jacobs, if Antonio Pierce is hired, it's a better chance than if they bring in a different coach that Josh is back. Your thoughts on that? I think I, I agree with that as well. I, with Josh, I, I, just like last season, I think it's going to come down, obviously, uh, to the money, right? But at the same time, I think there's a lot of connection between him and the Raiders, him and AP. So I definitely think that has a lot to do with you know which way they decide to go. Money and then who is the coach. I think if they can figure out those two things and it is AP, I would lean towards Josh being back. They bring in another coach. Josh might, you know, he might be the first casualty, honestly. I could it, it can go either way. I think Josh would want more money from a new coach and would take less to play for AP. Agreed. Agreed. 100 percent All right. So let's talk about a few others. I don't think Hunter Renfro will be back. I think he'll be wearing black and gold next year for the Saints. Your thoughts? <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know that you know him getting back with uh, Derek Carr and uh, Gruden's down there, if I'm not mistaken, as well. So yeah, I could definitely see him going down there and and 
possibly reviving his career. I think Hunter has a lot left in the tank, but I think we all agree that he he's probably done here in Las Vegas. So, uh, you know, he, he will definitely be moving on, and, and I think his career is going to continue elsewhere. All right, I want to talk to you about Adam Butler. I think this guy is a key free agent that the Raiders need to re-sign. I thought the defensive line was so good this year. You want to get younger if you can, but you look at this defensive line, Adam Butler was a stud. Your thoughts on Adam Butler? Adam Butler, you, he's one of those guys that is sneaky good, right? He's one of those guys that, you know, he, he might not necessarily jump off. He's not, he's not a Max Crosby, but at the same time, he helps Max Crosby do, you know, do what he does, right? Max benefits off of the other people on the interior line. And Adam is one of those people that helps the interior line. So I think he has to be back. He wants to be back. I think he deserves to be back, right? Um, whether it's just for veteran presence, whether it's just for actual production, there's a lot of reasons to bring him back uh, next year. So I think that's what the Raiders will end up doing for sure. I want to ask you about, um, in your mind, who are is there any other big free agent on the Raider team you think they've got to prioritize to re-sign? I think that they have to re-sign. Not necessarily. I actually just checked, as you know, I just checked out the whole list outside. I don't think there's anybody that you're like, hey, you absolutely have to bring this guy back or it's doom and gloom. I, I, quick answer to you is I don't know. So I don't I don't personally see that. Are there some guys on that list that you're like, hey, you could probably use that guy? Yes, 100 percent. But guys that, that you can't live without. I don't, I don't see that on that list. No, sir. Right. Hey, uh, Devante wants to be here. Everybody knows that. He's a great guy. The teammates love him. He's a glue guy. He's a hard worker. All of it. We also know Aaron Rodgers is the de facto general manager of the New York Jets. If they offer something stupid for him, I do expect the Raiders to move him. Here is my question. We're not starting a controversy that he wants out because he doesn't. But do you think Devontae Adams is wearing silver and gold? I'm uh, silver and gold, silver and black next year when 2024 kicks off. Yes. Quick answer is yes. I think he is. But like you said, <laughs> if the Jets come in or you know, offer you something that's just ridiculous, and when I say ridiculous, a first round draft pick being included in there, you what GM like as a GM, you have to consider that, right? Especially as we just said, right? You're not that far off from being in the playoffs. Well, two first round draft picks next year or, you know, this year and maybe however they decide, you know, change it up. That's huge in terms of the future of the organization. So outside of that though, I, I think Devonte is going to be here next year. All right. I'm going to give you my opinion. If AP's the coach 70, 30, he's here next year. Mm -hmm. Cause I think the jets are going to make an offer. I just don't know if it's going to be big enough to get him. Yeah. AP's not the coach. I'm 50, 50. Yeah. Agreed. Maybe 60, point, 40, he's, he's not here, huh? I say I was about to say, at that point, a new coach comes in, you, you, hey, you, you never know what can happen. Yeah, especially if you can move him for a first-rounder and another player. It's going to be fascinating. All right, last thing I have for you. If a new coach comes in, it doesn't matter who it is. Doesn't matter if it was Vrabel. Doesn't matter if it was... Harbaugh, doesn't matter if it's Gruden, doesn't matter if it was Jesus Christ himself. There's going to be an element of a rebuild because you've got players that fit one system and nobody coaches the exact same system. 
if you keep AP, it's not the exact same system, but it's there's going to be tweaks to what they've done, and I think you're okay. Here's my question. I don't think – I'm checking because I'm expecting a tweet any second that I may be able to talk to you about. Okay. It is. I'll talk to you about it in a minute. Um, it is something that I think needs to be discussed. Raider Nation does not deserve a rebuild. That would be an absolute dereliction of duties to rebuild this team. You got to make some adjustments. You got to add some more pieces. They're not a Super Bowl team, but you don't got to go back and rebuild. Am I wrong? No, like that's again, that's what you know, I feel like I've you know, I've said a couple times even on this podcast that hey, those guys aren't that far away. The ball bounces a little bit differently this way. They're the last team in the playoffs, right? It, you know, they if they have a you know a little bit more stability this year, a little bit better quarterback play, they're in the playoffs this year, right? So I don't think you need to go and tear the whole thing down. I think that would be a mistake as well. And I think that benefits AP, you know, his cause in terms of becoming the coach is because if he stays there, you just gotta tweak it. You just gotta tweak it, right? Plug in, you know, plug and play basically at a couple of different positions and you're good to go. They're right there. And I think it would be a mistake to come in and say, hey, let's undo all the progress that was made during this season. As tough as this season was, progress was made. The Raiders made some progress. And I feel like to go in and undo all of that would be a mistake. They're right there. Just go go plug in the holes. Some on the offensive line. Do what you need to do at quarterback that you feel like you might need to do and go play ball. And then again, that's when you take into consideration a full offseason with the coach of AP and learning everything that they've learned after already being with him. So they're, they're right there knocking on the door. No need to, to change it too much. Agree. Now my text Sunday's podcast. Y'all don't want to miss it. Now I've got a very well-known division one college football coach coming on the pod he and I are going to share some Nick Saban memories. Won't that be a fun pocket? We're going to talk Raiders. Yeah. Don't worry. He's got some connections to the Raiders, but it's going to be a fun podcast. How shocked were you to see Nick Saban go? I was not. Um, Shannon and I kind of maybe had an idea it was coming, but I'm just curious. What did you think? Um, obviously, the GOAT in terms of college football coaching. Um, you I don't want to say necessarily I was shocked because, you know, being in the media, whenever a coach speaks, I, I read what he says. And if you read what Saban has been saying in, in regards to the NIL, et cetera, recently, you can kind of read through the line, or, you know, read through what he was trying to say. He was letting you know, hey, I'm not, you know, it's time for me to go. Basically, is how I read it. Right. He was saying how this is basically semi-pro football, et cetera. So, you know, basically, these are professionals playing college football is basically what he was trying to get at. And that's just not what he had hung his hat on for 20 years. And I think once the, you got to, I look at it like this, coach K Roy Williams in, in college basketball, once this NIL deal kind of came through those guys, it, it was the same thing. It was just time to go. He's done all he could do. So I wasn't shocked. He's earned the right to go ahead and walk off, you know, you know, not at the top necessarily, but not too far off from it. So happy that he, you know, he's, he's, it's that time for him. He's earned retirement and uh, you know, hopefully he enjoys it. No Nick and Terry a long time. Yeah. This was his best coaching job by far, what he Agreed. did this year. Agreed. So now I'm going to ask you a question. Do you expect him to ever coach a college team again? Coach? No, sir. I agree. 
would you be shocked if he coached a pro team? I would be absolutely shocked if he coached a pro team. I would be, I think flabbergasted would be the word if, if he goes and coaches an NFL team. Yes, sir. Okay. I don't think it's imminent. I don't even think it's a 50-50 chance. But I would not be shocked. Lastly, I think the NCAA, I think all the Division I schools should get together and tell the NCAA, listen, we're done. We're either breaking away from you or you're breaking everybody away from Division One, and we want a czar who, like baseball used to be able, can make the best decisions for college football. We need a czar to run just Division One college football, and I think you give that job to Nick Saban. What do you think of that? If that's the, yeah, if there was one person that you wanted to give that to, yeah, I think Nick is definitely the guy. Uh, I can't think of another coaching entity or a college football entity that would deserve that position more than Nick Saban. Uh, so, yeah, I definitely think that would make a lot of sense. I think wherever he goes is going to be in some type of advisor role, you know, of some sort. I definitely think that for sure. All right, two more things. But when we're taping this, um, which is late Thursday night, uh, no decision's been made. I believe the next coach at Alabama is going to be Mike Norvell. Who do you think? So, wow. I, like, yeah, I, so I think Mike, uh, I definitely think he has the highest odds at the, of what I read recently, if I'm not mistaken, or the best odds. I've not I seen say. that. I'm up here with the yeah. black bears and the, and the deer <laughs> and the wolves. I think he's a good option, but my man, I want Lane Kiffin to take that job. I'm sorry. I'm a, listen, I think Lane has been. <laughs> <laughs> you never want to be the guy who follows the legend. You want to be the guy who follows the guy who followed that the follows legend. the legends. So yeah, I I think uh I think Norvell's a great choice, but I think just in terms of how he I feel like Lane has been gunning for the job. There, there's been interviews where he literally has the same mannerisms as Saban, right? And obviously he used to coach at Alabama as well. So I I, I think Lane would be able to recruit well there. I think he will be able to compete well in terms of the SEC, um, which Norvell, even if he he might deserve a job, I'm just not sure he can compete in the SEC like a Lane Kiffin would be able to with the resources Lane would get at Alabama. I don't think Lane has ever had to had the resources he would get at Alabama. And if you give him that, I think the I think the sky's the limit for Lane. All right, everybody. He is Zeke Trezevant. He's our assistant beat writer at Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast. Remember, you can follow me on IG at HondoSR. You can also find me on X, formerly known as Twitter, at Hondo Carpenter. View all of our articles when you go to si.com forward slash NFL forward slash Raiders. Also, go to the top right-hand corner, hit newsletter, sign up. It's completely free, 100% free. We don't sell your information. And we don't spam you. Three days a week, you'll get an email with our biggest stories. Never miss another big story again. Check it out. You're going to really love it. It's going to mean a lot to you. And then also don't forget, if you want to just listen to our podcast on Spotify or Apple, because you don't want to look at my face, I don't blame you. I don't like to either. It's why I shower with the lights off. Um, you can go to Spotify or Apple. And there also, I do a second podcast every day. It's five to ten minutes riding with Hondo and Dexter. Dexter, just a quick exclusive interview we'll see you all there have a great night everybody thanks zeke yes sir have a good one guys judy was boring hello then judy discovered chumbacasino.com it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This has been a Las Vegas Raiders Insider Production on the Fans First Sports Network. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.